0: Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.TPVRadioNetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the learned. The Voice Radio Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go!
1: What's up, family? Ron Todd here, and I'm enjoying the praise right here on the the Salmon's Voice Radio Network. Welcome to the two-time Spin Award-nominated... Two-time Stellar War considered controversial off the beat tech radio station in the land. It is your boy, the Thomas Boy, with an all-star lineup just for
0: heard Christian radio quite like Quiet this like this get your fix 24/7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, radio Network.
2: This is Saturday's buffet, buffet with Sister Ray, Ray Brown and, and Brou- Roberta Joe Bure- right now
0: TPV Radio 2 Peter 1 and 3 tells us that God has given us everything that we need for life and godliness
1: through our
2: knowledge of Him
1: I have everything
0: This. Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown, Brown and,
3: and Roberta, Roberta Joe jo. right now, TPV Radio. Yeah. TPV Radio. Hey, 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 hallelujah. Hey. He's all I need. He's all I've ever needed. And uh, when I didn't have sense enough to know I needed him, he was still all I need. Good afternoon, everyone. Everyone, good afternoon. This is the day I declare it in your hearing. This is a day the Lord has made. I have made up my mind to rejoice and to be glad about this day. No matter what happens in this day, no matter what goes on in this day, my mind is made up to give God glory. Thanking God today for waking me up this morning and waking you up this morning and giving you your health and strength. You And I hear somebody say, but my leg hurts. <laughs> but you got a leg. Hello, somebody. Somebody said, well, I got a headache. Are you able to feel a headache. Can you imagine there's somebody somewhere that has a headache and they're clueless about it because they're paralyzed and they don't know uh, where their pain lies? I say God is good. That's what I say. Now, every tub sets on its own bottom, according to the old folks. And I believe the old folks belong to something when they said that. We've got to make up our own minds. Who we going to trust, who we going to follow, and what we going to do. But I I, I just need to let you know some things today. I'm excited. I'm excited because of what we're doing on the show on today. But I need to let you know some things today. We've been set up. Yes, we have. We've been set up by the Holy Spirit. Because somebody is going to be delivered today. But you know what? That choice is yours. You can hang on to what you got, or you can release it and get something new. I choose new. Amen and amen. Want to welcome our panel on today. We'll be dealing with grief. And uh, Sister Roberta will be uh, doing our show uh, for the next however many weeks, uh, depending on what she comes up with. But uh, Sister Roberta, it's in your hand, darling. But we've been set up. Did you hear that song Pastor Chris played, Sister Roberta?
4: Yes, yes. He's all I need. Yes. Everything all we need. Girl, he set us
3: up. Pastor Chris, thank you. You got your day started early today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know what you that you a sneaky little rascal now you you done got you done got up on fire out, out the gate we come out the gate burning because that's an awesome song since Robert is in your hand welcome everyone okay. uh, to the show
4: amen amen that's a blessing and an honor but truly this is the day that the lord has made and we choose to be glad in it and we thank god for this opportunity that We're in your your ear today when we we pray and we believe by faith as a decree and declare that someone will be blessed, delivered, and set free. And we will be a blessing and receive a blessing. We have today on our panel, we have two uh, young women that have been um, uh, stricken with grief. I was typing this, uh, overcoming grief, a loss of a loved one. And we all know, those that have lost a loved one, you know that it's no picnic, and it's, it's nothing easy to deal with. So we have uh, Nikki Morgan on the line. Nikki, would you like to greet our guest today, please?
5: Yes,
3: hi. I am uh, Nikki Morgan, and I am glad to be
4: here today. Okay, and we also have Diane Norman on the, on the line. Diane, would you like to greet our panel today? Our guest today, Diane. Are you on? Diane may
3: have a phone on mute. I'm mute the phone, Diane. Are you Happy on, Princess Diane? Diane on I don't
1: don't see her.
3: Okay. Well, Brittany, okay. you carry on, and I'll text
4: you. Okay. Well, right. today, Nikki, um, would you? Uh, as you, our guest today, and tell us something about uh, what you've dealt with, uh, the people you've lost, so we can get a, a, a clear understanding of what you're going through with. And yes, ma'am. That. Um,
3: uh, well, my loss, my uh, the loss that I would consider to be close to me, um, started in 2010 with my. Um, who I was raised really as my grandmother, uh, she she passed away in 2010. And then, you know, we had several years to kind of deal with that. And then um, 2017, my son was murdered. And then 2018, uh, my niece, who I had raised as my daughter, she was uh, taken away from us from uh, cancer. And uh, it's, it's just been really rough. Uh, trying to, you know, deal with those different deaths. And then last year in uh, 2020, my dad passed away, and I I actually had the privilege of
5: sitting with him
3: as he took his last breath and I actually cared for him his last, what, about five months of life. I actually was his caretaker. So a lot of different emotions I've, I've had to deal with.
4: Okay, one one of the one of the things that one I guess one of the questions I would like to ask is, it, you know, grief is a shock. It, it comes as a as a shock because no one really expects it, and, and there's no no uh, guideline or pattern where uh, we know how to do it. Where you know you, you, you use this this rule book a playbook to show you how to grieve. You know, there's different emotions and stuff in grief. And in grieving, tell tell, tell us how you dealt with the the shock of the death of of your loved one. How how did you start? How did it begin?
3: Um, I would say that each one was different. Um, When I I found out the shock of finding out my son had been murdered, um, that initial Emotion was um, denial. Um, okay. Immediately I denied it. Uh, I would say for a few hours I denied it and then because I had felt as though I had done all that I could do as far as raising him in a Christian home, giving him all the things that, all the tools that he needed um, to be a, a good godly man. Um, I, I was confused after the denial it turned into confusion as to why you know god would permit him to be taken out the way that um he was Um uh, with my niece i i say my initial reaction was a relief for her because she had suffered so much um i was actually relieved that god had relieved her of her pain but then it quickly turned into um I would say a a follow. It it quickly turned into, Lord, why did you you know, why did you take her from her boy? Um, Lord, you know, I, I began to question God in that in that sense. Um, with my dad, again it was relief because I had seen my dad suffer. And I was also um grateful to God because he had given me so much time with my dad he and I didn't have a great relationship until the time it was time for me to start taking care of him. And then we were able to mend some broken pieces. But in all of those, I would say the worst, um, worst emotion that I probably felt was with my son. And that was, you know, the denial process and then the,
4: the process of confusion. Okay, after you, after masking the denial, you know, because we mask things, and we, we mask them well. After masking the, the denial, what direction did you go in to deal with your son? After after the denial, what happened? Did, was it anger? Was it, you know, you say you had many emotions. Was it anger? Was it um you
3: know, it was you know Confusion. the pain that you felt. Confusion. I was confused. Um, I was confused because, again, I, I, I had, I had done everything that I was told to do as far as um, raising him in in church, uh, teaching him how to pray, teaching him the word, um, taking him
6: to church, not sending him to church.
3: Um, you know, trying to make sure I was raising a good, godly man. So I was confused as to why why God would permit um, him to go such a different way, an opposite way of what I had raised him. Um, did I ever feel the anger? Yes, I do feel anger. I do feel anger at times, anger with him, because he did choose that. Um, and I, 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 along with the anger, it also at times comes. Um moments where I feel like I want to retaliate, and what i what I tend to do is I tend to remind myself that he wasn't mine from the beginning he was he was just lone to me uh so that 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 frustration and that anger I don't sit there long but i but it does
4: come okay what that that that's what and, and listen to you, there's a a little touch of guilt that you feel a little guilt.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah.
4: Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah.
4: And yeah. How and, and how do you help us to to, to 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 help someone that's going through the guilt process now? How do you how do you uh, walk out of this? How do you deal with the guilt
3: the the first thing the first thing in dealing with the guilt is to understand the sovereignty of God that's number 1 and Powerful. the sovereignty of God when i say that i'm saying that God is one that can do whatever he wants to do when he wants to do it and how he wants to do it so what I tend to do is remind myself of those things Um, understanding that whatever happened however it happened there was nothing that I could do to change it because of the sovereignty of God God permitted it to happen whether he permitted it to happen for whatever reason he permitted it to happen that was his, his permission so there was nothing that I could do with it so I would encourage those that's dealing with the guilt to understand first the sovereignty of God.
4: That's good. That's good. That that is very good. In dealing with the the, the anger, how did you release your anger? Sometimes you say you feel ang- angry now at him. How do you release? How do we? Re- how how to release the anger that that you feel? Uh.
3: The, the, the way that I, the way that I, um, the release of the anger, I would say, is, is a process for me. Um, I tend to get angry with him in spurts, um, when I go, when I sit and I think about, you know, what he could have been, um, how he could have had children, a wife, how he could have been a great man of God, because one thing about my son, he did his thing, he he ran the streets but he he was saved and he knew the word. And you know, when I when I get angry about the fact that he lost his life the way that he did, I always have to go back to the fact that he completed his assignment. Um mm. we all have an assignment on Earth and whatever mm. that assignment may be, you know, once it's complete we're done. We're, you know that that that's what we were here to do. So that's my way of dealing with the anger um, emotion, as far as he's concerned.
4: So, so you, you you what you did you relied on God to be your strength.
3: Exactly, one hundred
4: percent. Okay, that's good. That's good. And in did you ever feel that God let you down? <laughs>
3: if I if I would have said if I said no, then I would not be telling the truth. I would say okay. that I felt that I felt that God let me down and I even felt that God had made a mistake.
2: Mm.
3: I mm. felt that I okay. felt that God did not actually I you know, I've been raised and, and I've been taught and I've been trained and I've read my word and I pray and, and I have a, a, a worshiping a lifestyle and and I felt like on oh, this one God, I mean, you done got everything right, but this one thing. I did feel that God made a mistake. But again that took me back to that emotion of that that solution for the emotion of anger, which was that he completed his assignment. He had an assignment. I don't know what that assignment actually was, but he completed it. So,
4: I know God don't make a mistake. Oh, in, in, in coming to that, that, I love your honesty because, you know... It, God is big enough to handle your anger. Your, you know you, you're upset with him. You're mad with him, and even accusing him of doing something what we would consider wrong. You know God's big enough mm-hmm. to handle that. And and you know at that time, with all the emotions going through your head, you know there I'm sure there's so many things that came to your mind as 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 it was a shock You know, it yes. It hits you. You know. Death is like uh, someone said. It, it sucker punches you. It, it just hits you when you don't even realize. You know, you don't know it's coming, and it hits you when you're off guard. Right. And right. that, you know, one of the, you know, with that, I'm sure that that happened to you. And, and with our listeners, kind of take us to that. Take us to to that. So so that uh, we could understand. You know what you were going through, how you dealt with it. You know, we're trying to help others that are going through it now. So help us to understand. Take us take us through that if you can.
3: Who for me? The the shock of the learning he had
4: passed away. Mm-hmm. The the you know, when the phone called the the shock. No, of, right. of that. Okay. So
2: um yeah, I'm
3: here. It was approximately 3, 3 o'clock in the morning when my husband had got off of work and come home. And he he woke me up and he uh, told me that he had had a conversation with uh, my son Lorenzo. And during the conversation that he had, you know, um, he showed him some stuff on his phone. And uh, they had had a, a good conversation. And he told me that Lorenzo was out in the driveway with um, one of his friends and i i i told him i said well tell them to come in the house because it doesn't make sense for them to be sitting in the driveway so once my husband told him to come in the, dr- in the house he told him that um he had already left so we had fallen back to sleep and about four fifty in the morning I heard some banging on my door. I was awakened to some banging on my door, and it was my sister who had come to the door and said her her exact words I'll never forget. Her exact words were, "Get up, get up, get up. We have to go." I said, "Why? What's going on?" You know, when you when you're awakened out of your sleep, it you know you you confused (laughs) like what's going on she said they saying lorenzo is dead they're saying lorenzo is dead he just got shot so i jumped up i said huh um for me i'm thinking like i'm thinking like okay what lorenzo are you talking about you know i really only knew one no i knew two lorenzos but i'm like okay so why why should i be concerned about this other lorenzo um just that you know state of confusion being awakened out of my sleep and she said hurry up we gotta hurry up and get there we gotta get there so i jumped up and i put my clothes on and i remember my dad coming out of the room and he asked he said what's going on what's going on i said they're trying to tell me that my son got shot i said but you know I know you know they they got some you know it's, it's a mistake so you know we don't go down here to this uh, crime scene or whatever down to uh, Marathon and see what's going on so this whole time I'm thinking like you know it's a mistake I heard my husband um, even say has anybody even tried to call Lorenzo because you know he'll answer his phone and this whole time they're just trying to push my husband and I to hurry up and get in the car so once we did we got in the truck and um we drove to the the crime scene they wouldn't allow me to see him um they wouldn't allow us to cross the tape or anything so even then I was still in shock and I I was feeling as though you know really this ain't this ain't him you know Lorenzo probably somewhere asleep right now y'all got all of this wrong um you know, somebody just needs to find Lorenzo and, you know, find out what's going on. That's that's basically how I'm feeling
6: this entire time.
3: Um it wasn't until about five o'clock that day that I would say the the feeling of shock actually began to fade yes, away. And that's when the um the detectives came to the house to talk to me. Um, throughout that day I found myself outside shoveling snow, uh, breaking up ice. I found myself just doing little things that I normally, you know, wouldn't do because I was just like, What is really going on? Trying to stay busy. Right. Yep, trying to stay busy. Yep. I'm trying to try People to stay start busy. coming over to the house and asking questions and, you know, you never have the answers and it's like, you know, we don't know anything right now. We you know, we're still just actually waiting for Lorenzo to call us. You know, because it's really not him. That's that's basically how I felt.
4: Okay. Okay. That 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 um, that would be uh, we're are gonna Pastor Chris, could you give us a, a song and we'll come back uh, after the song with, with more uh um The loss
1: of a loved one. Yes, ma'am. We'll be right back. This is God's journey, child. Fed old, chestnut. And you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. fight of your life right now,
0: Knox, tell how to win. This is
2: how I fight my battles.
0: When you're feeling overwhelmed and under pressure. This
6: is how I fight love battles. Woo! When you're in the midst of a storm and you can't see your way. This is how I fight love battles.
0: When you get that unfavorable diagnosis.
2: This is how you fight. This is how I fight.
1: Somebody's saying it seems like trouble is all around me. Let's tell them it may look
2: like. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by
0: you. That's how God works. It may This is Saturday's Buffet buffet with with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Joe. Right now, PPV Radio. PPV Radio.
4: Amen. Thank God that we're surrounded by God and his love. Because without him, we are nothing. We can do nothing. We don't have the strength or the power. And we know this is a, a... a hard topic, but it's a, a topic that's necessary because we don't uh, talk about grief as much as we should. Because it's a it's a natural emotion and it's a part of life. Death is a part of life, and when a loved one is is uh, is gone, <clears throat> we need to know how to uh, how to live without them on earth. You know, we we look at it as a loss, but the Bible calls it absence. Absent from the body and present with the Lord. You know, when a, when our family members come to visit us and they leave us, we're sad that they're gone, but we know where they are, and we say lost. You can't. If you know where a person is, they're not lost. So we will know where our loved one is, so they're not lost. They're they're uh, in the yeah. presence of God, but we yeah. do need comfort, and He told us yes. that He told us how to comfort one another. He said don't grieve as those with no hope our hope is in him and our hope is in you know they fell asleep on this side and woke up in the presence of god and who don't want that in the presence of god that is a that's an awesome place to be and one of the things that i i want to ask nikki i know people come and you know a lot of people around during this time and people ask all types of questions and they you know uh Things you might want to talk about and not talk about. Help us to uh, do the right thing. And what type of questions that we should ask the person that have lost a loved one. What, give us some, some things Sister that happen in your experience. Sister Roberta. Sister Roberta. Yes. Before yes. you switch gears. Um,
3: before
4: you switch gears.
3: Hold, hold on, Nikki, mm-hmm. please. Before you switch gears, I got two things um, I want to incorporate. Uh, one is, no, three things. One is uh, a statement that you make. You always say when a person transitions that we have to uh, customize ourselves to a new normal. So
2: that's
3: new yes. so normal in our life. The other thing, when you were talking with Nikki, I was about to fall in the bathtub because I was I was washing my bathtub and I'm almost about to fall in my bathtub because I was I was thinking about going to work. We clock in when we get off we clock out. How many people
4: do you know
3: that at the end of their shift don't clock out and at least leave the building? Not, ain't, you ain't got to go home. But how many people do you see go back to their line on, on another shift that they're not getting paid for? And you say, um, hey, Joe, what you standing like up doing, man? Didn't you get off work at 3 o'clock? Yeah, I just wanted to put in some um, extra time. I wanted to give the company uh, three more hours without pay. Huh. Well, what the Holy huh. Spirit said to me is when we come to this earth, it's like going to work. We clock in, boo. But when, we, when it's time for us to go, we clock out. So how many of us gonna stand around when we have an opportunity to clock out trying to stay in, in the position of, of work? When work uh-huh. is up to win, I go home. And sometimes before work is over I'm already clocked out, I just ain't paying his time clock. <laughs> and another thing, look, this is the last one I promise you, I, I told you, I almost fell in the bathtub I didn't fall, I didn't fall I didn't fall. <laughs> but the other thing Mr. Brother, you said this Dr. Chris, I need you to listen with your listening ears See, we got ears, yes, ma'am. but we can't Oh God, I, I feel this We got ears, but we can't hear We got mouth, but we don't speak We got hearts and spirits But we don't believe anything Worthwhile So I need y'all to hear me with your listening ears Roberta said something to me recently, and she said stuff all the time without saying anything. She just thinks she's just be talking, but she be saying profound things. And Roberta said, death takes the life of the person that, that passes away. The death ain't for him. But grief stands around and gets the life of the living. I say mm. that's just enough right there to put a pin in that and get up. Don't Mm -hmm. let grief keep taking your life from you. Don't let grief take your joy and your happiness. Grief is just like the death angel. He come to steal, kill, and to destroy. And the song that Pastor Chris said first was God has given us everything. We got everything. Why are we settling for grief? To stand by us and take our peace. I'm fighting for my peace right now. If a judge comes to my house and he's disturbing my peace, he's going to get the boot. He got to go. Because it, huh. it costs me to have peace, and I'm going to keep mine. Those of you that are listening, don't you let this show not infect, uh, 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 impact your life. Don't you dare walk away from the buffet today hungry for peace. Don't you dare walk huh. away still full of grief when the answer's on the buffet today. You better eat, Anna. Uh, uh, back to you, Robert. I done got off. I'm with Pastor Chris. Now. I'm in the i in the
4: time. You're <laughs> We got to hold. We got hold her mule. We have to hold the band from Chris. But we got to hold her mule. We got to hold her mule because she's ready to, to run off with. It. But those are some things that we were we were going to talk about as well as as, as we continue. But grief does grief grief uh, takes the life of the person that's living, and and I, I mean grief tries to take the the life of the person that's living. It tries to tries to draw draw the life out of you, by keeping you in bed, by keeping you reminded on on the death of, of the loved one. But when we learn how to to speak the right language and, and look at it as they're not dead, but they're sleeping, mm-hmm. they're absent from the body and present with the Lord, then it gives us energy and it gives us the strength, the courage that we need to get up and keep going. We keep moving because life goes on. And when even a person that loses a limb on their body, they lose that limb, but they don't lay down and die because that limb is gone. What they do, Mm -hmm. they learn how to function and operate without the limb. And when a loved one is gone, that's what we have to learn how to do, how to function. Is it easy? No, because your mind, when that limb of your body is gone, your mind keeps saying that it's there. Everything in it, your leg, have your feelings in your arm or your leg, whatever, uh, uh, but it's not there. So we have to operate as though it's 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 it's, uh, it's, it's not there, and do whatever means whatever necessary. Sometimes you might have to. Uh, Nick, I know you started a support group for Lost of Love one. Mm-hmm. You know we have to do things that would continue uh, that would continue uh, uh, going on in life that we would be able to to be uh, uh, productive. For, you know, right. because we wasn't taking out the other person was taken out. But that, those are the things that we're gonna we were gonna talk about too. Lorraine, go ahead on, you know, hold your meal, but but uh I thank God for it. But one of the things that we wanna talk about is some of the things that people say. People say dumb things and they don't know.
3: They do. Uh oh. <laughs> Who <do> they do? <laughs> uh you know, I I would say one of I I'm not gonna say something that was said to us. Um, someone approached my husband and they my we we buried Lorenzo in a black jogging suit, and I never you know no one really came and asked. Well, why did you bury him in a black jogging suit? Everybody just expected to see him in a suit because we had gone to church, you know, church was, was pretty much our life. Um, and after seeing him on the day prior to the service, I invited, you know, people to come to the funeral home to view him before viewing him at the service, because it was a homicide. He was not, you know, we, they had a net and things up. So that you couldn't get close and you couldn't take pictures and things of that nature. So, I invited people to come to the funeral home, and someone asked, "Why do y'all have him? Or are y'all gonna are y'all gonna leave him in the jogging suit, or are they gonna change his clothes and put him in the suit?" I have to think it. I'm like, of all the things that you can ask, why ask that? You know, what does him? you know the clothes that he has on what does that have to do with anything but I explained that the last three months of his life all we saw him in was a black jogging suit um I don't know why because he had clothes um but that's all we saw him in he wasn't the type to wear a suit he wasn't the type to get dressed up um so I thought it would be a disservice to him to bury him in a suit. Uh, one of another thing, someone that people tend to ask all the time when it's a a tragic um, sudden death. Well, what happened? So when you say things like, "Well, he passed away," that's not enough for people. They want to know details, and a lot of times you don't have details. A lot of times, you don't know the in and the out. All I could say at that point in time, and every time I had to say it, it hurt a little deeper. All I could say was, he got killed. He got shot. Um, And one more thing that I think that people ask, and I don't think they really think about it, is how do you feel? Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel right now. Right now, I, I I don't know. I You know, I got a million and one emotions. So, you know, those are, you know, those were the three things that I was like kind of bamboozled with um, that, you know, came my way during the time.
4: That Okay. Okay. And I, you didn't have to say dumb stuff. I say dumb stuff because people do. I, I remember uh, one of the questions I was asked to a young lady that had lost her husband and her um, her child. One of the ladies asked the question, which her hurts the most I'm like no they didn't no they didn't act something like that but wow. it's the pain the pain is pain and, right. and you know one of the things that I believe that when you come to comfort someone that that are increased sometimes it's just don't say a word yes let them talk you know, let yeah. them talk if they want to talk. Don't you say anything. Be there for them. Let you know. Let them know that you are there for them. And you know, the you you were already going through so many mixed emotions. You didn't know what was going on, what happened, or anything. You know, you you had all kind of uh, fears. Probably you probably had you know fears, doubt, some of everything that was going on in your in your head. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and everything every everything was was was. Uh, just, it was chaotic for you, I should say. It was so mixed up yeah. for you, you know, that you couldn't, you, you didn't know what to do. But in it, sometimes there's, you know, fighting and, and, and anger and stuff that, that comes along with grief. Did you deal with any of that uh, with with uh, the family or, or, or friends or, or was there any uh, fighting that came in, in, in uh Play with the uh, the grief. Um. No. 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 No
3: fighting amongst family. No. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, when we found out at like I said at uh, about court uh, about ten minutes to five that morning, my brothers they they were here by four o'clock that afternoon. They flew in from California, from Florida, um, from Arizona. They, my brothers came, and. I had a cousin uh, that lives in Atlanta, Georgia. He and his wife, they came and they spent the entire time with us um, until after the funeral. And then they left. We, they actually, you know, comforted. They were there to comfort (laughs) us. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as anger and frustrations and things like that, that came amongst uh, my, my other children. And my nephews and things, but they were angry at the individual that did it. They were trying to, um, that's where that, that's where anger came in with them, not with
4: us. Okay. Okay. One of the things that I find that people are tell you know, they'll tell you, oh, don't cry. Oh, be strong. You know, and, and one of the things, I don't have to be strong at that particular time because the, the Bible teaches that God says in my weakness, he's made strong. So I can cry now. Because when I'm weak, He's made strong. That means I'm weak, and He gives me His strength. So I can cry now. It's all right for me to cry. And then there's others that's telling you, "Don't cry, don't cry." Well, well, you know, let me know. Let, let let me get this thing out. Do I do I shut down or do I open up? And mm-hmm. how did you deal with that? And I know I know you experienced that because there were those that said, "Well, don't cry. Be strong for everyone else." But, but in the meantime, you tore up inside. You're going mm-hmm. through on the inside, so how do you how do you deal with that? How do you how do you deal with the the uh, the emotion of you know how do I express this? How do I let this go? Well, I'm, and I'm gonna say this deep from my heart. You better listen to God,
6: and mm. I
3: say that because the first day I I shed a few tears. Um, the second day I shed less and the third day I began to ask God, okay, what do I need to do? Because I began to see an influx of young people coming to the house. I mean, young people were coming from everywhere and I've always had a heart for young people. Um, I began to open my spirit up to God. I began to to say, Lord, what what, What can I do in this moment? What can I do for this moment? And he began to speak to me, and he began to let me know that how I react at this funeral service is going to impact a lot of people. So he let me he gave me a strength that even to this day, when I watch the service the funeral service on a CD, um, I don't understand where that strength... I understand where that strength came from. I'm sorry. But I am in awe of the strength that God gave me because I did not shed one tear at the service. But instead, I God, God had placed upon my heart that this was an opportunity to minister to the young people in that building. And that building was so full of young people. And I was blessed and I and you know, God will give us um, confirmation. And he will let us know when we have done what he told us to do. So approximately a year later, maybe not even a year later, a young man came to me who had just lost his mom at the hands of his dad. And he came to me and he said, I was at that funeral. And the way I got through my mother's funeral is because I looked back on how you were at your son's funeral. And it gave Mm -hmm. me the strength to push through. There were also other young people in that service that came to me and said, I don't know what you be doing or how you stay so strong, but I need to get whatever you got.
4: So that, Mm you know,
3: being able to listen to God in our time of sorrow in our time of mourning is very, very, very important because a lot of times what we go through, me losing my son, it was not so much for me, but it was for somebody else. There was a message for somebody else, and I know that they
4: got it. That's that's, that's awesome. So actually, you experienced what the Bible says in your weakness, God made strong. You're made strong. In other words... He, yeah, he he. he you, they saw the strength of God in you. Yeah, that, that's beautiful. That's 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 beautiful that they was able to see the strength of God. Now so there are some people that that don't have that 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 faith, that don't have that trust in God. Uh, talk to them for a few minutes if you if you can talk to them. Those that you know, I, I know you. You know, you was able to dem- demonstrate it with your life and show it. Oh, just let's scenarios that there's someone that don't have that, that that type of relationship with God, don't have that faith. How can you just 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 talk to them for a few minutes? Talk to them and let them know how to to get through the loss.
3: I would say number one, I, I, I believe that everybody has somewhat of a prayer life because if you stop your toe or if they if they stop their toe or if they <laughs> That thing and that oh God you know mm-hmm. Lord help me that you know I think you know because sometimes we get confused about a prayer life we we think a prayer uh, a prayer life is we always have to have a ten minute conversation with God and and it's not always like that it's sometimes the the smallest of words uh, can get through as well and I would would say to those individuals that are are struggling right now. I would say that find that inner peace find that inner peace that that surpasses all understanding find that inner peace that that you you have even at times when you don't think you have it and just rely there just stay there just sit there to understand that that inner peace is Jesus that inner peace is the holy spirit and begin to build upon that there are going to be some rough days even now i i am almost three years uh four years out and i still have rough days but yet and still you know i I, for I, once I have a worship life i have a, a a a characteristic of worship so i tend to rely on that but turning to drugs turning to alcohol turning to you know, uh, things that uh, sex turn into to, um, illicit behaviors, that's something that's going to drive you further into your, your your spirit of mourning. But yet to find something that will give you a sense of accomplishment when it comes to the, the death, like you said, I, uh, we have started, my sister and I have started a support group for mothers that have lost their children. That gives me strength. Um, if your child has died of an illness, maybe even looking into the illness, the organization, my, my niece, who was raised as my daughter, she died of cancer. Well, my daughter survived cancer. But we know cancer is, is, is definitely something that we need to attack in our family. Finding maybe a, some type of organization um, to become involved with, that helps. Not not allowing the death, the grief, to get the best of you to the point where you don't want to live on. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes positively, um, getting involved in that is what I would say to anybody that's grieving. Um, get involved with something to take up your time. That's good,
4: Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Pastor Chris, do we have any followers? <laughs> huh Go ahead. You know,
3: uh, Nikki is saying when we have the loss of loved ones, we should find something to comm- commemorate their life with. And it's sad that too many people are going to things that does not honor their loved ones. It really brings a blight and a disgrace upon them. You know that we that we lean on, as she says, a lot of the wrong the things. Then we get mad and say, Well, I don't I don't think that praying to God works. Well, did you pray to God or did you take a sip? Or did you take a smoke? There are certain things that just don't work in our life to make life better. And there are other things that's going to work against our health. So we need to be right. really careful in the area of grief that we right. that we lean on the right things. Right. Right. Thank you, Nikki. This has been awesome. Uh, go ahead, Sister Roberta. Sister Roberta.
2: I don't know what happened to her. Oh, she she's still me? on.
3: Maybe you have your phone on mute, Sister Roberta? Okay. She said she was gonna go to the caller. So
1: Yes. Okay.
3: I'll,
1: we'll yeah. we'll go ahead and do that. All right, callers. We will read the last four digits of your phone number for security purposes. So, the first caller up, 6801-6801, you are live on the air. God bless you. Good morning. This is Elder Jackson. Just um, enjoying the show. Um, All information is very helpful. Um, We understand everyone do grieve differently. It's a process. It's it's a time. Everyone, some people might grieve for three months, some people a year, some ten years. Um, We just have to be patient with those and encourage them. God bless.
3: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Sister Roberta, have you rejoined
4: us yet? Yes, I have. Yes, I have.
1: All right. We got Sister Roberta back, so let's go to the next caller, 2985, 2985. You are live on the air. God bless you. (laughs) Oh, they dropped. (laughs) <laughs> Next caller <laughs>
2: 6015
1: 6015 You are live on the air God bless you
4: Lucille If you have your phone on mute Unmute your phone Lucille
3: That's Sister Priester Welcome to the show Sister Priester Thank you You
4: can move
1: on Yes ma'am Next caller All right, next caller, 5456, 5456, you are live on the air. God bless you. Just listening, God bless. Thank you, Super the DuBois. God bless
2: you.
1: Next caller, 400, 400, you are live on the air. God bless you.
4: I'm just listening in as well. Hey,
1: Amen. 5739. 5739, you are live on the air. God bless you.
2: 5739,
1: you are live on the air. Hi,
2: this is All right. for. Uh, thank you, Nikki, for, for
6: sharing uh, your testimony uh, and your walk with God. Uh, one of the things that I was going to say also in a line with,
3: I think it was Mr. Jackson, is that grief has seven stages, and so uh, don't allow yourself to be stuck in one stage and don't prevent yourself from going through the stage because that's a part of the process for the healing. Um, yes, ma'am. Thank wow. you for the- Thank you for calling in. I'm going to buy my mouth. Ooh, that's
4: good. <laughs> <it>. Don't say, what's <laughs> Hold on. A they don't get on my caller. This are done did something. He said, don't do such stuff, right? But don't do that.
3: you got to allow yourself to go through the girl. If you got any more conversations, please call back in next week. We need that. Oh, and she
2: just
3: let She has very amazing children. Yes, y'all real good. Yeah. <laughs> You're breaking up the ring. <laughs> I need to break up. I want to break up. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling. I'll put you back on mute. Twenty eight twenty four, twenty eight, twenty four, you are live on the air.
4: God bless you. Twenty eight twenty four, you are live on the air.
3: Good morning, everyone. I'm
1: just listening
3: in.
1: Amen. Praise God. Thank you for calling. Next caller. Forty 42, forty two. Forty forty two. You are live on the air. God bless you
6: um hey everyone sorry it's a lot of noise i'm in a gym um i just have a question for the panel um i lost someone a couple years ago and it um i still go through the grief stages but um i guess my question would be i'm one of those people that i'm always that strong person always there for everyone and i don't like the people um to see me weak um and when i'm going through stages I don't tell anyone. I kind of um, keep it to myself. Um, so I just want to know, like, just some advice on how to get past that, get through that, and just, I guess, be vulnerable and letting people see that side of me. That's
3: amazing. Just just to hear you say what you're saying uh, gives my heart joy. And I thank you for calling in. Um, I'm, happy, I'm happy that you're here. And I know that people are hurting have command for you. She says she's done to open
4: herself and be vulnerable and she's going through the stages. So can we help her Uh yes, uh, one of the one of the things she did when she admitted her, her, her uh weakness, that's one of her weaknesses not wanting people to see her going mm-hmm. through. And sometimes it could be pride that we're pride for that. We don't want people to see see us weak. But it's okay to be weak because in our weakness, God is made strong. So just like Nikki said, when she was weak, the power of God came through, and they was able to see God in her weakness. So it's all right, you know. We're we're to take the masses off, whatever mask we have on. We're 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 taught to wear masks because we mask up every. We're taught to wear masks, we so we can take the masses yep. off. That's what this. That's what this is. Uh, Show is all about taking the masks off and being real. so when we're real, God only deals with real. He only deals with reality, with truth. So when we're real and we're true, we can get help. And whatever state you're in, if you're in a state of shock, tell somebody, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going through this has been four years, 20 years, but I'm, I'm right now just not coming to out of denial in this. You know, you, there's nothing wrong with uh, expressing your truth. So that's the only way you can get help. You know, you take you you take the uh, the the facts to the truth. It's a fact. That's a fact that you're feeling that. Take it to the truth. With the, the truth sets you free. We learn how to walk in in freedom once we be honest with ourselves, and that's the that is the that is the hardest person to be true to is yourself. We lie to ourselves so much, and so it's nothing wrong with being strong. You can you you know your strength is always shown. When God is involved in our life, he said in our weakness, he's made strong. So he wants us to deny ourselves, to get out of self so that he can show himself. See, when we're seen, he can't be seen. So when we let him be seen, we let him be seen, then he gets the glory. Then he's able to shine in your life. He's able to, he actually, God actually wants to put us up as a trophy. You know, and once we once we get out of, you know, denial of self and let him come forth, we shine bright. We get bigger in our weakness because he's made strong. And it's, so there's nothing wrong with, you know, what you're going through. Go through it. Don't camp out there. That's the thing you're going through. And grief is a normal. It, there are different stages. And it's normal. It's a normal emotion. Yeah. Is yes. anyone?
3: Nikki, helps,
6: you got you
3: know, I, hope I, I hope I help you. Yeah. Nikki, you got something for the question. Yes, call? you help me. Thank you. Yeah, I, 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 I can't say it any better than what was just said. I would, I would okay. just, uh, I would just highlight what she just said. Mm, that, that mm-hmm. was it. I was. Wondering. It's no new it. answers. Huh? What? Somebody say something? You know, we look no, we look a lot of times for a for a new answer, but there's no new answer. You know, we, we just kinda of repeat ourselves. Uh everybody said, Pray, ask the Lord for help and he'll
4: he'll help you. Yes, 'cause it's not a it's not a a a microwave fix. Right. It's not a microwave right. fix. And you know, we want we want to just get over this pain. Let me just get over this. But you don't get mm-hmm. over it you live with it it's a new norm it's a new lifestyle we're looking for uh okay i want i want to i want to get this done get her done Mm -hmm. it's not done this is this is the new this is the new norm now the new norm is remembering what this person was and what this person did and where this person is right now and when you remember where they are you begin to rejoice in that even rejoicing in the fact that god gave them to you the length of time that he did Mm -hmm. and that they're not lost they're not see when something is lost you can't find it but if i know my loved one is with the lord they're not lost right and he he makes it clear death death is so final no he said that those that die that that die in christ they're asleep so we're asleep and we will see them again and we learn how to, and uh, Lorraine, I think you hit on this early, uh, earlier, celebrating the person, you know. So often yeah. we, we celebrate in the wrong way, but how do we, you know, how do we really celebrate that person? How do we, uh, you know, because sometimes anniversaries, birthdays, all these things trigger grief again. You can, you can either go back to, to the grieving process or you can move forward. Into where you are now and celebrate them. You know this is, you know, instead of saying this this would have been his twenty first birthday or thirty first mm-hmm. birthday. No, this is his twenty first birthday.
5: You know, mm-hmm. it's not
4: how we work things. How we, you know, we 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 change our our uh, renew our mind. We renew our our talk, what we saying. You know, we say yeah. this is his twenty first birthday. not was is. Because mm-hmm. that person, that person's spirit did not die. The flesh, right. Did. exactly right, exactly right. The flesh died, and, and the also spirit we did not. learn
3: die. how to stop celebrating the 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 homegoing and the transitioning of people better than we celebrate their life. You know, while I'm their alive, life, I call you for a can of soup, but as soon as I pass away, you bring my family sixteen cans of soup. You know, and now you <laughs> feeling guilty.
4: So if you do what you're
3: supposed to do while I'm on this earth. When I transition, you can celebrate
4: my life because you didn't sort of change me. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: And you get over you get over grief. You know, you, you get over guilt. The guilt, you know, sometimes we have to say, am I am I going through this because I'm guilty of what I didn't do? And when you didn't do right. something, all God ever told us to do is repent and move on. Whatever right. error you messed up in, whatever error you didn't, you know you you didn't do right in. All you have to do is say, "Lord, I'm sorry." He forgives you. You forgive yourself, and move on. But but the grieving process is real, and you know we you know and nobody can tell you how long to grieve. Whether it be always oh, been here, it's been ten years. You get over that. You can't, you can't tell a person that. Wrong thing to say. You be there with them, it. what can I do for you? How can I help you? How can I assist you? You know, because sometimes that person might just, you know, sometimes I remember, you know, my sister, you know, we were real tight, and, and she come up on me, you know, one day she came up. I was sitting here, and I just felt bad, start feeling bad, and grief start coming, and I say, I looked, and I, I just told her, I said, you knew you were leaving me and didn't tell me, and I just made a swing like I hit her. And it's like in my mind I can hear her laugh because she did things like that. She did little tricky things and, and laughed. But that that relieved me of grieving her death and I, I I was able to get up and laugh and move on. You know, so we have to learn how how to uh, handle it. don't don't you know, when when it comes to our mind, we have to learn how to process it where it be a healthy grief and not one that would, would go into depression and uh, sorry, those with no hope. Is,
3: that's a word all by itself, That's a word all by itself because it can. It can quickly move over and change positions and yes. shift into a place where we're just as, as deceased as the person that's buried. We're just walking mm-hmm. around every day. And we're, we're going <laughs> through the motions and we got to smile and we know how to do the things that make us look like we're okay. But we're mm-hmm. not okay. But yeah. mm-hmm. so we come for those today. that. We come for those of you that are smiling, but you're not okay. We come for you. Yes. Right. Yes. Get out yes. of the bushes. Shake
4: them, yes. them bushes. Nikki. Shake them bushes, Nikki. Come on, Nikki. Tell us. Talk to us. Shake those bu- bushes. Shake them. <laughs> Robert, did we get all of the callers? Or we, we got off
3: with the last caller. But the last caller, you just warmed my heart. You really did because a lot of people are in those places and they need help, but they won't cry out for it. I, I love honesty. It sometimes hurts like, yeah. like a, a hammer, but I love it because that's how we get free. And so I right. pray with you today is that you are abundantly blessed above what you even thought when you came to this show, that you'll have a testimony mm-hmm. that say, yeah. I went there broken, but I came away healed and whole that's our desire yeah. for you today matter of fact we yes. speak that to you today that you, you are healed in jesus name now healing is a process as well so don't go away Amen. thinking you broke your leg and you heal from it you still may have a little limp but don't you worry mm-hmm. about that limp. you limp yourself right on into happiness you limp yourself right on into the life into freedom we come for the bound today too many people that say i know god are bound too many to sit over and in the church and can't get straight well, we come to straighten you up in Jesus' name today. We come with the power of God. We don't come in our own strength because in our own self, in our own self, we're weak, and we need God. And, and so we're coming becoming as ambassadors. We're coming to speak to your spirit today. And we're saying, arise and shine. Get up out of there, and let's go. And we're not telling you it's time to get over it. We're telling you if it's your day, answer. If you hear your name, say, yes, Lord. Uh, uh what brother, did we get all the
4: callers? I don't know, Pastor. Did we get all the callers? Uh,
1: Pastor Chris. Uh, we got. We have one more. Thank you for calling, caller. Last caller, 6791. 6791, You are live on the air. God bless you.
6: Hi, um, I just want to say I appreciate the conversation about grief. Um um i believe all of you kind of spoke on it takes a time and it takes a journey and it's individual for each and every person and i think as a community and the people around each person just has to understand that and i i feel like you know certain smells and certain taste can kind of remind you of somebody no matter how long they've been gone it could be over a decade and you can get like a whiff of something or a taste of something it'll bring it back to you I know I was at a event one time and I was drinking something and it reminded me of my late Grammy on my dad's side and I just started crying in front of everybody and I'm like what is wrong with me but um I feel like you guys kind of just made it seem like it was just it's normal and certain things will remind you of certain people and it's okay to cry about the cry about it and remember them in those senses. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have- we oh, thank you. Uh
3: we have a caller that got disconnected uh when we uh when Pastor Chris called her number and she wants to uh speak. Her number of Pastor Chris is two nine eight five.
1: Nine eight five, Got it. She's on. God bless you.
5: Hi. Hi. Thank you all so much. I wanted to share this if I could. Um, I've had a lot of deaths in my family, but the one that took a toll on my life was my twin. And I didn't realize that I had uh, blanked things out of my mind that I couldn't remember until I went to a drugstore one day to get some medicine and the pharmacist kept asking me for my birthday and I could not tell him my birthday I literally could not remember my birthday and he got angry with me and and he almost called me a name but I could not remember my birthday and then I went to a class and I was sharing it and one of the pastors in the class helped me to understand that from the trauma of my twins death and because of the relationship how we were connected somehow it affected my mind that whenever I would remember or her name would mention, I had blocked out everything that would bring pain into my life. So everything that I would remember about her, it was remembering it about me. And I was Mm. like that for a couple of months. And it took the power of prayer and the word of God. And thank God for the pastor that took time to uh, constantly pray with me for me to get that unlocked, whatever it was, with my mind. But I had totally lost connection with anything that was concerned with her that would connect with me. And that was an experience I had never experienced before, but uh, when she was alive, anything she felt in her body, I felt it. If she was ill, I knew it. Anything that went wrong, I just knew. And we had that type of Connection, I guess, is something twins have. But when it came to death, I didn't know how to handle that, and I I lost Mm -hmm. memory of a lot of things. So I wanted to uh, share that. Thank Thank you, you, thank you,
4: Thank you. That was that was uh, that
5: was. And this was was long after. This was long after Mm -hmm. she had passed, and uh, that this happened. And then it was just one day came along. I went to dial her number and mm. I wind up screaming. I just went into a loud scream from the pit of my gut. And maybe mm. that was the release I needed. I don't know.
4: Thank thank you. Thank you for that. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what we hear to uh to, you know, there's no there's no uh rule book or a role model on how to grieve or when when grief is going to hit you thank you for sharing that we we'll appreciate that very much um this is this is a this is a tough subject it's, it's a subject that's very very well needed in the body of christ because grief is it's a real it's a real emotion and it's something that we deal with every day and So often, like Lorraine said, we put on these faces, I'm all right, but we're not all right. We're not all right. If we don't deal with it or talk about it, we're not all right, because that was a part of our life. That is a part of our life, and we have to learn how to to be honest, be truthful in order to be free, and Pastor Chris, I'm sorry. I I, I didn't forget about you, but this is a a tough subject for me, but uh, would you like to uh, speak now. Go ahead. Let the band lose. Whatever whatever you want to do. Go ahead.
1: I just wanted to say something to the callers and to our special guests. Pain is a preparation for our destiny. Let me explain. See, because a lot of times we are taught to suppress it, especially if we are Active in our churches now I'm not saying all churches do this but some do especially as women in general African American women it is already embedded in you to be strong regardless now I will never understand how it feels to lose a child but I can understand what pain feels like and when it comes to pain a lot of times we can use that as a testimony to help others. And with this special guest today, that's exactly what she did. She, didn't, she, she grieved, but at the same time, she's utilizing the pain and using it as a platform to bless other women or, or other men or other couples that are going through the same thing. A lot of us get stuck like Chuck when it comes to things like this, but we have to understand that it takes all of us to come together as a body to continue to strengthen us in our times of need. Now, we're not robots, but this is what we're taught to be. Not saying everybody, so don't shoot me down, but I'm saying this is what we are taught to be robotic in our ways of life, robotic in our ways of dealing with pain, stress, etc. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus cannot work in your life if you can't be transparent. Jesus can't work in your life if you can't take your pain, put it before yes. the cross, and allow yes. him to mend you in your broken place. Jesus is the only one that will give you the strength you need in present day to walk in your purpose and your destiny. I said I wasn't going to preach. Let me back up for a minute (laughs) and allow you ladies to get it in. So, Sister Lorraine, Sister Roberta, I'm going to be quiet before the band goes straight crazy. Back to you.
4: Amen. Amen. That is... That was Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Glory thank God. you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That that was so whoo, thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Without him. Ha Lord. Yes, Lord. Ha 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 Ooh, Pastor Chris, you stirred me up not. Nice. Ooh, glory, thank you, Lord. <laughs> it don't take much when you
3: got a short fuse.
4: <laughs>
3: <coughs>
4: glory to God, thank I you, I tried to be, right? nice.
2: you to be nice. You have to be nice. stir
4: something
2: up. Glory right.
4: yes. <laughs> thank you, yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, okay, Pastor we we got to move on. Come on, Pastor. Woo! Yes. Ma'am. Thank you. Ma'am. Thank you. Nikki. you have been such a blessing to, to, to us today. Such a blessing, and I just thank God for your strength. I thank Him for your courage. I thank him for your obedience. I thank him for you. And um, I want to talk about anniversaries, holidays, uh, milestones that you have to go through in the midst of this. I hear some people say that the first of every anniversary or birthday is, you know, it's hard. But talk to us about that, about how do you, how do you, do you, do you celebrate the death? Some people celebrate the death, some celebrate the birth. How do you, how do you deal with it?
3: Um first i wanna uh say um thank you all for inviting me to the show today um this 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 helps um, getting getting the the word out um understanding the grief and being able to talk about things it does help and i I do appreciate you all seeing something in me enough to say coming and and onto the show with thoughts that's big and I'm I'm very appreciative and I'm very humbled by that um, when it comes to the day that Lorenzo um, was um, went to sleep I'm going to start saying went to sleep because just like you said he's not lost because we know where he is so the day Lorenzo went to permanent sleep um, was December 22nd and on December 22nd Each year, we try to celebrate um, that day. Uh, And then his birthday was January, is January 14th. We turn around and we usually go to the graveyard and uh, we um, spend time at the grave. And we don't really celebrate that day as much as we do the day that he went to sleep. But we do, you know, we do go out there. Um, other than that, you know, from time to time I may go out to the graveyard. But the biggest day that I would say we celebrate is the day that um on December
4: twenty second. Okay, and uh that bringing everybody together and celebrating, you know, and uh remembering the the, 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 the joyful things, the happy times and Yeah. Keeping him yes. keeping Keeping him uh, alive—that he is, right. he's alive. You right. know, like like I say, you know, your your uh, spirit don't die. Your spirit lives. It's a spirit. Spirit right. does not die in right. him, and that's what uh, you know. It, it helps you to cope with everything, and, and it helps you to continue on. Um, mm-hmm. The the that's a healing of you know. I know it. You have a broken heart, and the healing. Of the broken heart, you know, of, uh, we can't rush to, uh, okay. T- um, we can't rush to, to healing, you know, healing takes time. Like Lorraine said, you break, you break a leg, you know, you know, the, the, you put a cast on it, but it still takes time to heal. And, and we don't have a time living on the, on the broken heart, you know, cause our heart, when you lose a loved one, the heart, your heart is broken. But, uh Before we we go any further, I think we have a a caller on the line, Pastor Chris, caller 1350, that would like to speak.
1: 1350, you are live.
5: Hello,
6: hello. Um,
5: Listening in, and um, first of all,
3: just thank everyone, the callers and the panelists for being open and transparent and um, allowing the callers to understand that it's okay to not be okay. And I know one caller was experiencing that or trying to understand how to get over that. And I know um, Sister Roberta mentioned it, um, to come out from behind the face of being okay and allowing people to know I'm not okay. And understanding that grief is not just on the side of a loved one it is also losing a job it is also um, a relationship you know these things of grief happen like uh, one caller said it is in stages now what you have to do is to choose do I stay in where where I am with grieving or do I want to Behold, do I want to move on? Because depression sets in, anger does set in, um, guilt sets in, asking yourself questions. And, um, you know, you've cried so many cries. So mourning and groaning all night long, flooding the floor. You know, Psalm 667 teaches us, I am weak with sorrow, you know. So he he taught us what to do, but oftentimes we can't hear when we're grieving. Oftentimes it makes us feel like we lost ourselves or lost our mind asking questions of delusion and we're not the one that's gone, you know? And it makes us think sometimes that we're tripping, but it's all part of the process. And everything in God was the process. It's the process when he raised Lazarus from the dead. So we have to position ourselves when we're ready, because experts suggest that it takes 18 to 24 months to even start healing, so um, we have to position ourselves when we're ready to receive everything when it comes to grief across the board. No, don't take everything in at one time. Take one process. Take one stage. Start healing from that stage move on to the next stage move on to the next stage there are stages at grief that you're going to get stuck at but with the help of God and surrounding yourself with people you will come out of it
5: and that's all I have thank you thank
4: you that 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 is so important as well. And and you're right. Grief is not just the loss of, of, of a loved one. You can grieve the loss of a job and many other things, you know, that that brings on grief. And um, we, you know, the Bible has given us a way of escape. And everything we go through, there's a way of escape in the Word of God. And as we as we get in the Word of God and listen to the Word of God, and obey the word of God, we receive our deliverance and our help. Our help mm-hmm. comes from the Lord, and I know you know I used to hear that as as a kid, where you know my my parents would say our help comes from the Lord, and, and I'm like, well, where is he? Where is he with the help? But somehow he always comes in and 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 bring us release and strength that that like none other. You know, he is our strength. And he brings our our strength to us, and we thank God that we're able to recognize that it is Him, it is He who works the will to do of His good pleasure in us, through us, and with us. And it's a blessing, and such an honor to to be here, you know, because so often um, we just tell people, "Oh, you know, bless, you know, the Lord give it, and Lord take it away," but we never go any farther than that. With people that are going through, you know, the Lord makes no mistake. Well, sometimes you feel He made a mistake. Sometimes you feel like, wait, wait a minute, God, this, this, this the wrong. This, this, this had to be a mistake because this person, here love you, they trust you, they, they had faith that I had faith, we believe you, and you still, you know, th- this was a mistake. Sometimes we do feel that God, you made, like Nikki said, you made a mistake here. I mean, and, and we know He can't because He's perfect. He makes no mistake. But we once we accept what he's doing, it brings us comfort and peace. Accepting it. Once we accept what he's doing, it brings comfort and peace. And Nikki one of the things that I, I, I wanted to uh talk to you about is uh you talked a little bit about the embarrassment, you know, the judgment. Because you think other people oh, yes. other people's gonna judge you. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Um, because
3: of who we, you know, were raised as, um, being in church, I mean, you know, we, we went to the, all, all three of us went to the same church, um, Sister Jones and Sister Brown, we all went to the same church, and y'all know, you know, being at that church, you know, sometimes, and and not just that church, but you have to just uphold a certain standard, and as uh, Pastor Chris uh, said, yes. um, we're not allowed to, in so many ways, be, you know, we're not allowed to sour. We always have to be strong. We don't get an opportunity to be, to show signs of weakness. That's just not what we're supposed to do as Christians. And during this time when um, I found out the way my son had uh lost life, he he was shot and according to the officers he was shot, he was killed during the committing of a robbery and I was just, when that news came out the first person that actually told me that was not the police it was the head deacon of our church so immediately I looked at him and I'm like okay. And I said, now, this gets out. How are people going to look at me? How, you know, I had my son in church. I I had him in Sunday school. You know, we, he was in the choir. He was a part of the youth department. We prayed at home. We read scriptures at home. He wasn't allowed to do this. He wasn't allowed to do that. But yet and still, this is how he went out. And I began to soak that up in at times start feeling like you know people gonna look at me in a way that i'm not worthy to be who they thought i was as a a woman of god and they're gonna not think that i am who i really am or who i really talk about or who i sing about or who i worship about they're gonna start thinking that i'm doing something different behind closed doors and that embarrassment thing really almost got me it really almost got me until you know, God began to speak to me and 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 let me know I am who I am. And what other people think of me is was not as important as I was making it in my life. That Mm. the way the the path that he chose was the path that he chose. That wasn't my path. I did what I was supposed to do. And that's what you know, that's what gave me comfort. That's what Began to change my mind around from the embar the uh, feeling of embarrassment.
4: That's that, that's good. That that's awesome because sometimes we we do, and we know not sometimes, but the church do blame you for uh, other people's sin or, or failures. When you know mm-hmm. uh, they're pointing one finger at you, but you know there's some. Uh, turning toward them, but they seem to think that you know uh since you' you know you're a child of God, you know God, your children are supposed to walk the walk, talk the talk, mm-hmm. and yet they have a choice they chose you know you you know even the scripture says he said he give he he puts before us good and evil you choose, so the person right. chooses their their path, they choose their their path that they they take. But God loves us in spite of, you know, He loves us, and He proved that in His Word, you know, when when uh, Jacob was a trickster, but that didn't stop God from loving him because right. he was a trickster. Right. You know, he 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 knew what He had put in in him, you know, even in, in 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 that. But as as believers and and listening to you and and others as believers, those that are listening that we would take off our judgmental hat when someone is going through or something is going on, especially in a, in a, in a Christian's life, our job is to, is to, 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 uh, bear them in prayer, you know, comfort, you know, talk to them, pray for them. Even if we don't, if we hear about it, just go immediately in prayer for them mm-hmm. that they, you know, that they would, that they would be strong because that, you know, had to, Take a toll on you as a Christian and made you not even want to go to go back to church. You know, like right. I don't want to go in there because I know what I know how they're going to be acting, what they're going to be doing. But as Christians, that we're supposed to show love and compassion, and it seems like we're mm-hmm. failing at it so much, so badly. Mm-hmm. We're failing at showing what God told us to do, demonstrating His the love of God. And He said they'll know you by your love, the love you have for one another, for each other, yes, for your okay. brothers, your sisters. You know, that's what we're supposed to see, the love, not the not, not the turning a finger. And, you know, the devil doing that, They accuse of the brother. And he, he doing that all the time. But Jesus said, we thank God that when he go and accuse us, Jesus said, but you see my blood.
2: Yes. The blood,
4: covered with the blood. The blood, they, you you can accuse him. Of, and Jesus just said, the blood, he covered with my blood. So they have my blood in it. That, you know, you, he, he accuses them. So what we have to be reminded and remember that it's the blood, the blood that makes the difference. That makes the difference. And we thank God for this. And those that are are listening, we want you to just leave with the comfort of knowing that God is your strength. He's your strength. Mm -hmm. Are we going to have pain, sorrow? Yes. We're going to have those. Those are coming. That's that's a given. They're coming. Yep. Are we going to lose loved ones? Yes, that's a given. Yes. But what we love about God, he didn't leave us hopeless. He left us with strength and hope that he says, you know, don't sorry, those with no hope because your hope is in me. There you
3: go. Mm-hmm. It's in me. That's good.
4: So when you come to that's... me, come to me. He said, come to me. Don't go to your friends first. Go to him first and just tell him, yes. Lord, I'm hurting. Lord, yep. this got me. Where I don't want to move. I don't want to get up in the morning. This got me. And he's going to pick you up He'll come and get you He'll come and take you and give you what you need But he wants you to rely on him And we see this year has been a horrible time With the pandemic yes. and the COVID And many family members have, They've lost many family members And different things But he's still our hope He's yes, he
2: still is. our peace right.
4: He's still our strength yes. He's still our joy He is yes. still God He's still on the throne And he said, call on me, I'll answer you Show you great and mighty things that you didn't know I know, Nikki, you didn't know you could go through that But he said, come on, call on me I'll bring you, I'll pick you up And I'll take you through this I'll take you, where they won't even see you Because the the people say, I don't know what you got or what you doing But I want it So they didn't even see you But they saw the strength Mm -hmm. that was in you
6: Glory to God.
4: thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's Go ahead, I'm sorry. That's,
3: that's your subject right here. That's, that's where you, live. you know. That's where you live and, and that's the you live in, and, and you so right. and you know what happens, uh, what happens when we get to those same positions like Nikki is and so Diane is. We find something really real in our circle. Sister Nikki, I know you found a lot of people in your inner circle with with distress. Is that not right, Sister Nikki? Yeah, uh, you're breaking understand. up. I, said, I know. I know oh, okay. I said, let me get off my... Uh, See, I know that you've been in this place where you start with, with uh, the lost your loved ones or the home-running loved ones. You found out who's really in your inner circle.
0: Oh, yeah. Some people,
3: you, some people you thought was all of that, you found out not so much. Some people you thought oh, yeah. didn't know nothing and was clueless, you found out, wow, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah, this type of situation has a tendency to expose people to us. And my my Angelo said something, Sister Roberta. She said, when people show you who they are, believe them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Uh-oh. Them. If they show you that they ain't no good, believe them. They ain't no good. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they ain't no good. I don't care if you turn them upside down or sideways. They ain't no good. Sure. <laughs> Trust when they tell you they ain't no good. Lord Jesus. This, this has been an amazing show. Yes. Yeah. Hey, I don't know where Sister Roberta going to go from here, but this is awesome. <laughs> That we are sharing information that can help a wounded heart heal. Yes, I think that yes. is God, y'all. We just experienced God on the bus, baby. Yes, yes. And the, beauty,
4: the beauty, I'm doing an amazing job. The, be- the beauty of knowing, of seeing God in a whole different uh, uh, angle, a different way. You know, not just your Savior, but your strength. You know that. That truly you're strict, that God is amazing and he meets every need, every need, no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're in, he's there to bring us through it. And not only bring us through it, but have, causes us to triumph in it where it causes others to want to know him like you do. It causes others to see, wait a minute, this this is something about it. it's like that burning bush that don't burn up and you gotta turn aside to say, Wait a minute, it's something different about this. This ain't burning up, this is supposed to burn up. This is supposed to take Nikki out. This is supposed to, this is supposed to take her out and she ain't supposed to be getting up there praising and standing standing tall and standing like she's standing. She this is supposed to take her out. This is supposed to bring her down. <laughs> but it still it brought her up. Yeah. It brought oh, her up. Yeah. You know, it yeah. brought her up. And that's what God wants. He wants to bring us up, not down. He wants to lift us up that no matter what we're going through when we're down, he wanna pick us up. Come and pick us up and know that he's our strength. Strength like no other. Like no other. Mm-hmm. You know. And he yeah. he showed us that. He demonstrated that. Even with Lazarus, when he went when Lazarus and and, and they told him Lazarus had died and he said he's he just sleep. He's not dead, he sleeps. <laughs> He's sleep, and he told me, to, he said, show me where you lay. He said, wait a minute, late? Now you not, not only died, but he's been in the grave three days, three nights. He and he's sinking now. Right now. He's thinking he went and he left to say the extra day. He, he's thinking now. He, he said, I ain't, say, I ain't ask you all that. Just show me where you late Go ahead, Bert. He's too late. You're too late. He, he's sinking now. Ooh, he's sinking. He said, I didn't ask you all that. Just show me where you laid.'" And you know what? He didn't even bust a sweat. He said, Lazarus, come forth. <laughs> so God let us know that I'm God even in death. I'm life. I'm in, I'm life in death. So it doesn't matter what you're going through, where you are in life. God wants you to live in it. He wants you to triumph in it. He wants you to be strong. He wants you to, to, to uh be all that you're supposed to be. He wants you to bring others to him. Through your pain, like I say, in pain brings forth birth. Whatever you birthing out of your pain, your pain birth it brings forth life. And God wants you, Nikki. You have been a blessing to us today. I thank God, God for you. And I, I don't believe I, I, I got a text to say, you know what? It, it's more to this subject than just what we did today. This, you know, we're gonna uh, uh, bring it back next week so that others. Also, can hear. We believe the body of Christ needs to know how how mm-hmm. to continue in their walk because it's a walk, it's a journey that we're yes. going through. And sooner or yep. later, mm-hmm. we all going to have to face it. And and, and one oh, no. of the questions I, I want to ask you as, as 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 you were preparing for for, for your son funeral, what what would be the one thing that you would tell us to do? Because we're clueless on how to do that. Because give us the one thing that you would tell us to do and how to prepare. Uh,
3: you know, I know this might sound a little cliche, but, I, you know, I, I have to say it like this. Make sure you listen to the voice of God. Okay. And I, I say that because, he's not going to lead you wrong he's not going to lead you wrong and i, I that's really all i can say I, I i can't you know i can't come up with a this or a that um because that's really what i tried to do i knew you know i knew how i felt and i knew i couldn't get through it by myself so i had to listen to the voice of god from the the person that Um, did the eulogy I called him he lives in North Carolina I called him and he said me are you sure you want me I said yes sir I said this this assignment calls for you he came then charge me a dime from that to the person that was on the, the the keyboard I said listen this is going to be a hard time, but there's a there's a bunch of young people that's going to be in that building. I said, and I don't I I don't want them to be in there in a point where they're you know feeling down. I said we need to have a Holy Ghost party during this service. We need to really have a Holy Ghost party. So please just be led to God and take us there. From that to I mean everything I just asked God from the musicians. I had a full band a full band. And I did not have to, I did not have to do anything but ask. And even one of them, I didn't even have to ask. He asked me. So, you know, just being led of God, just hear what God wants you to do during that time. And that's going to make sure everything is going to
4: be all right. Amen. Praise God. Thank, thank, thank you so much for this. uh, Pastor Chris, as Ma'am. a pastor and yeah. and one that does uh, funerals, we we we're gonna let you help us out on uh, some of the things that should be done or shouldn't be done during this time of the of a funeral as a pastor, and well, that bye. you would help us out. Bye.
1: Yes ma'am My personal thing when it comes to Funerals We need to celebrate Now A lot of people Want to come And bring uh, Debbie Downer to To the Ceremony But we have to understand That we have to Praise the life of the individual Now what she said was powerful the band came with an agenda they came to celebrate the life they didn't come and playing wade in the water and all these depressing songs what they did was celebrate the life of that young man then in turn everyone that came to grieve they still was grieving but yet they can walk out of the service feeling That, wow, this didn't feel like a going home. Yeah. We were excited to the fact that this young man, despite of how he lost his life, we can still celebrate the fact that he is in a better place. See? Yes. This is how I look at things. See, I know how it feels to be in a near-death situation. I know how that feels. So when you are in a situation when you know god is about to take you sometimes it depends on the situation now in Mm -hmm. every day i thank god that i'm able to do what i do every day but sometimes we get into the other situation where we're not as lucky to have the individual still in turn pain is preparation For your destiny. Take what you lost. (laughs) As I said it before. Take what you lost. As your fuel to the fire. You're going to have your days. Yes. You're going to feel some kind of way sometimes. Yes. You're a human being. But in those days. You can still remember the service. How you guys praise. Your way through it. See God's going to give you that. Release. You gotta know how to praise your way through it. You gotta find yeah. your favorite song and and play Come it three hundred times until you Come get on, to now. that point of joy. It doesn't yes. matter how through it. I'm not saying forget about the person you lost, but what I am saying is celebrate the fact yes. that when they were here, you can still celebrate the fact that you had those times of joy, you had those times of headaches, you know how it is being a parent. Sometimes you want to wring their neck, but it's it's, it's, besides the fact. Just understanding and knowing that there is safety in Christ, regardless of
2: how life
1: brings it. We have to understand as a body of believers, regardless of when we receive that time of grief, We have to understand that we have to rejoice in the fact that they no longer have to suffer. They no longer have to deal with the nonsense of this world, and we know for a fact that one day we will see them again in, in glory. See, I never was the type, and I'll never be the type, to bring bloom and gloom. It's time for us to celebrate. It's time for us to jump for joy and remember that we can continue to carry on the legacy of anyone that passes on, especially if they down with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Let me stop. It's almost time to go, and I'm done. This is
4: Brother
1: Jones, back to
4: you. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Very good. Good, encouraging words and and, uh, closing remarks. Lorraine, do you want to do some housekeeping? Yeah, we
3: have to celebrate the life of the the young lady that are faithful listeners to our show. Uh, Sister Dorothy Curry, Sister, Lord Jesus, Sister Eartha Aaron, and Sister... I lost my train of thought on having my paper in front of me I wasn't ready for that Roberta. let me <laughs> the other priest sister we we're we, we, we gonna be real we're gonna the other priest sister uh, uh we want to <laughs> celebrate them and, and their caretakers uh, we appreciate you coming every week and and being a part of the buffet uh we thank God for the comments that were made on today the uh sisters that was made uh sister uh Tracys uh, it was at a restaurant and she said it was too noisy to speak. But she did bring up to Flabberta and uh I don't know if you wanna ask her about being on the show next week. She did bring up your recent uh, uh, uh transition of your nephew and how mm-hmm. healing comes in waves and how you know just uh, certain little something can trigger and bring mm-hmm. bring the flood of tears back. I, I know I noticed on Facebook someone put a collaboration of pictures and and Sister Teresa said, well, thanks for bringing the flood. And so she was just saying that there are there are ways of healing. So to, to our listeners on today who are uh, uh, seeking healing, remember, healing does not happen overnight. It can. Yeah. But don't expect yeah. it overnight. And if it does happen overnight, then you have it. But expect healing to come in waves. There are things that will remind you of your loved ones <laughs> that will cause that flood to, to revisit you. And floods are okay. Over- yeah. He didn't tell us mm-hmm. that we should not cry. He told us, don't do Christ, though you don't have any hope. So yes. I hope to build on nothing less
1: than Jesus Amen. Christ
3: and his righteousness. Any other, mm-hmm. any other ground that you try to find yourself leveled on is sinking sand. So mm-hmm. come, come to the Lord. Come to him with honesty. Come to him being open. And not only will he bring you up, he'll bring you out. Amen. He's bringing you out. He's already brought her Amen. up. Now she's getting to yeah. come out. And when she come yes. out, when she comes out, you won't see Nikki as much as you saw before she went in. You'll see more of Christ <laughs> now, because that's what he wants, to, he wants. to reveal himself to a lost and yes. dying world in a bad right. situation. The 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 homegoing of her son it weighed heavily on her heart, but the yes. development and the birth of her spirit through the mm. homegoing of her son is going yes, to ma'am. feed the mass. Many people mm. would eat because Nikki had had a, la- a, a loss of appetite because of the, the home of her son. She lost yes. in her appetite, but baby, your appetites are getting ready to be stirred.
4: Amen. And your
3: healing and deliverance is not you. It's not around the corner. It's not up the street. Baby, your deliverance is standing in your face. And all amen. I need to do is reach out and receive it by faith. Amen. Roberta, thank you. Thank you, Sister Roberta. I look forward to whatever else you got to say. Amen and amen. I'm going back on mute.
4: Amen. Amen. <laughs> we just truly thank God for you, Nikki, once again. We thank you. We thank you. And uh, is your mother near? Would she like to comment? I know she also experienced uh what you're going through as well. Would she like to comment and She's say anything? Me, the boy with our grandson. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. Well, okay. Well thank you so much and um we just thank God and those that are listening, we just want to remind you that you don't have to sorrow those with no hope. Your hope is in Jesus. We can't say it uh, any better than Lorraine said it, and Pastor Chris and everyone else that has spoken. And, Nikki, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you. We'll continue to pray for you. And all those that are in the grief process, we'll continue to uh, lift you up in prayer. And thank you for being transparent honest and open with us we thank you, thank
3: you for us. we love you go ahead Nikki. oh no i was just saying thank you for the opportunity and if i could sneak this in real quick um god god gave me something um when we were at our last support group meeting and what he gave me was weeping may endure for a night but a lot of our nights last so long because we are the ones that turn the light off Mm. If you want to to heal, if you want to get through this grieving process, turn the light back on, and that light is Jesus.
4: Yes. Amen. Amen. So, Pastor Chris, take us out in the well, we're song. Gonna,
1: we're gonna go out with an appropriate song uh, with Sam Roberts and Levites, featuring J Mars heartstrings. God bless you. We'll see you next Saturday with another exciting episode of Saturday's Fest. God bless you.
2: Radio,
0: Central Texas.